You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! every time we're perfect we're when they made men they had a picture of you and a picture of me and a, a large plaster cast <laughs> yeah for that for, for down there for sure there's <laughs> a a singular artist and two slabs of marble to create <laughs> a mortar and pestle <laughs> It's a jello mold, I think. A jello mold, and here we are, make carved bodies carved from stone, ready for uh, another episode of Overnight Drive, where we guide you on a long journey to higher consciousness and lower feeling. I really want to get into that later in life. Like, I feel like right now I'm laying the groundwork to become a like a bullshit guru <laughs> in my. Very late 40s to early 60s before I disappear to South America. Great. Tax shelter. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to be the, uh, that's going to be my lane. I know somebody who does tarot readings on the radio in Poughkeepsie and gets paid for it. (laughs) People will pay you to do anything. Wow. That's depressing. Jesus. Great. That would have been, you could have said, oh, yeah, they, they read tarot in, like, Dubai or Monaco, and I'd be like, man, that's depressing. You said Poughkeepsie. It's like, oh, holy fuck, I'm going to eat glass. Do you believe in that shit, tarot? No, it's fucking lunacy. Do they have an, it's such straight a, lunacy. Is there such a thing as an online tarot reading? I'm going to look it up. Probably. There's got to be. I'm going to do some your... dude on, like, an AOL chat bot. I'm going to do your tarot right now. Perfect. Oh, of course, oh, there's, well, a, there's an app. I drew the dragon card. Oh, fuck. What's oh, the dragon card? Whoa. All right. Are you ready? Ready. Go for it. All right, Andrew. I'm picking your six cards, dude. 
Oh, I have to like. Card one, how you feel about yourself, death. Whoa. Perhaps you cool feel song. that everything as you have known it is falling apart. Card no. number two. What you want most right now. And the illustration death. on the card, this is from free-tarot-reading.net. Uh, so you know <laughs> this is the top top line. That's the next best thing to inviting um, like the witchy woman in your girl in your scene to come over and like read crystals and shit. I was wondering if maybe you could bring your crystal skull over later. I just think this is really important to bless the the episode with a with a reading, so that we can proceed um, with the knowledge that tarot is looking over us. Does that does that make sense to you? Is tarot a person? Yeah. Am I misunderstanding this whole thing? So, I. It, uh, it's Forgive my ignorance on the matter, but tar like tarot is like Poseidon. Like what? <laughs> no, it's what? like it's basically like it's like Daryl. Daryl. <laughs> but he's like, uh, let's call me tarot. It's fine. You can do anything you want. You just can't draw a picture of Daryl. Well, this is right here. It says Universal Six Card Spread by LT. So Excellent. former really giant, so, New York giant, great Lawrence amazing. Taylor. Lawrence Taylor, so good. <laughs> Lawrence He's gone Taylor, from a career of breaking people's legs off at the knee to uh, to reading tarot. After for being caught with an underage prostitute in a motel room, yep. in Aramont, New York, right off yep. the end, end wrestling, Bam Bam Bigelow. Just a lot of bad shit he did. <laughs> when he could just play football and be like, he could have been one of the greats of all time. But instead, he's like, I got this tarot thing going on. So, do you want to know the rest of your cards, dude? Yes, please. Sorry. I, right. didn't, I didn't mean to start talking about Lawrence Taylor. I know how we get there sometimes. Well, unfortunately, this one has two babies holding hands. and says, what you want most right now is the sun. The sun suggests that you, what you want most at this time is some joy and pleasure in your life. Perhaps a long-needed holiday in the sun to recharge your batteries. Is that true? I'm going away a lot in the next few weeks, so maybe, maybe I'll, I'll give that. I'll. It's close enough to a generality that I'll allow it. Um, I'm gonna skip right along to card number six. The likely outcome. Wow, really? Okay. <laughs> okay, fine. We're gonna go through all these fucking cards together. All right. Card number three: your fears, temperance. You are afraid that this period of harmony in your relationship or life in general is not going to last. I like the exact opposite. <laughs> no, like not only that, but like the accepting of things being impermanent is like my bag. So now, okay, number five. What what is going against you? The moon. Well, that's yeah, very true, Shit. very true. There's, that's actually a literal interpretation. There's no need to further explain that card. Yeah, you're frozen in with fear, lacking nerve, and confused as to what it is you actually want. The likely outcome is the world. Success, fulfillment, and conclusion are near at hand. It is a culmination of events and, and indicates material wealth and greater spiritual awareness. Yeah, basically, basically what I'm coming, what I'm getting to. Uh, is that today is National Coming Out Day. That's true. And uh, Andrew has something to tell everybody. 
Take it away, Andrew. Well, I thought that since we were talking about me. Yeah, of course. Always. And forever. And and Daryl Taro. Daryl Daryl Talley, the another Bill, another football great. And Lawrence Taylor. Daryl Taro is a great character. Daryl Taro. <laughs> this is uh, Daryl Taro. Daryl Taro sounds like a modern, like, uh, like Haitian voodoo god. <laughs> like, that's, you know, hey, uh, voodoo will kind of like keep with the times. Not like Daryl iPhone Taro. Not even close, man. Delivers car parts. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Drives a pickup with a with a weird sign on it. Taro's parts. Taro's parts. If you, if you can predict and when I'll show up, it's free. Your parts <laughs> are free. Oh, that Daryl Taro, man. I want blink and, uh, you know, I even got through six cards of my Taro. Because imagine if Taro was super popular and everybody did Taro. I feel like it's uh, not super popular, but it had its its resurgence not that long ago. Like, and I'm, it's probably still happening in most of the country. It's starting to die down here where there's a uh, a subset of women in their early 20s who dress like Indiana Jones and think that, like, astrology is real. Um, so that had, you know, that had a, a, a few weeks of uh, heat behind it. I remember attending a Gene Defcon show in Olympia, and someone there was doing a tarot reading for everybody. Very cool. This was 20 years ago. So Taro is finally getting its due and coming out from behind the underground. Basically, finally. What, basically what I'm trying to say is um, there's nothing to do with coming out day. But I've quit my job already. And I'm about to uh, embark on a new journey. Of, I have open-minded consciousness. I'm going to take my deck and my blanket and I'm going to do Taro readings professionally. That's so sick. For you for Gab and anybody else for money like you'll pay me right like a lot of money yeah like a 911 bucks <laughs> per card <laughs> per card oh you but you see you, you slink in there's six cards 900 bucks a card you have to I mean people who need to know need to know yeah what are you not gonna turn over the six card yeah like, I'd be uh... like uh, you know, I would love to turn over that sixth card, but my pockets are feeling a little light. It'd be like a TV cop show, when it's like, oh, I'd love to tell you where the robbers are, but oh, my oh, pockets my, feel... my memory is getting fuzzy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my memory is getting a little fuzzy over here. Uh, fine, fine. It forks over a $10 bill. Like, tell me the... what you saw. Tell me what you I saw. I need to pause this for one second. I don't physically need you to pause, but I have a major emergency. Hang tight for just about, oh, we'll say 10 seconds. Oh, fuck. I can only imagine what his emergency is. Let's listen closely and see. I can hear any screams. It's time to tell you about my teeth. Okay. <laughs> we were all. I, have, I was another. It was another experience where I talked to the audience and I made everybody listen hard. I heard you muttering. I edited out the one from last Damn week. Damn My takeout food came in the middle of us recording. Damn it. I um, you, when you when I said you ordered drugs off Instagram, you took that, that out. That was pretty guy. That's gone. Damn yeah, it. That's gone. Um. No, I have. 
I don't have a space between my two front teeth necessarily, but I have enough of a space that every now and then something will get caught in there. Just like a little something, like a, a, like a tiny little bit of peanut or a pube or like oh my God. a single like, you know, little circular end of broccoli. <laughs> and it'll get caught in there in such a way that it is impossible to fish out. And it has become the most maddening sensation I could. Like, if it's worse than waterboarding, for okay. sure. And I've effectively been waterboarded before, as <sighs> listeners know. It is, uh, I would not possibly have been able to continue the podcast <laughs> if I didn't <laughs> take it. it like, is it a mental thing, or what's the, what's the problem? I don't know what it is. It's just the, it's so frustrating to almost be able to get something out from between my teeth, but not... How do you think a woman feels quite. when she's a bat, she's working toward an orgasm and then can't quite get there? Probably the exact same feeling. I'd frustration. Imagine. Probably uh, 100% the exact same yeah. feeling. Plus frustration, pleasure spiked with pain. Um, Plus somebody like sweating on you. Oh, yeah. Well, in my case, uh, for sure. Uh, uh, yeah. You like that? I can't believe it. Yeah, it's uh, like saying regrettable things. Oh, but, oh. Yeah. Call me Big Daddy. Uh, Jesus Christ. I was making love this past weekend. Okay. And I thought good. about that. What I what, say. Call me Big Daddy? No, but I like. <laughs> like people's. Oh, it's so. Like people say. I wish. I wish it was okay to say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> but I say like things it's like. It's like mad not okay to say whatever you want. I know, want. but I've caught myself saying things like, it's so good. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish I could. Like, I am sure I have no room to laugh. Like, I'm quite certain I'm guilty of it too. Oh, but man, that's it's uh, so good. Oh, it's so it's good. Wild. It's so good. It's so good. Just <laughs> scream! I love being the king. <laughs> no, I've never done that. Maybe I'll do that next time I make so love. Your neighbors can hear, and you bang on the wall. I love being the king. I'm fucking right now, and you're not. Yeah. <laughs> like you talk never? shit through the wall. You haven't fucked since the Twin Towers were still standing. You fucking loser. I'm about to come. I'm about to come hard on someone else. Something you never do, loser. Play your guitar outside again. <laughs> I want to hear your fucking busking as much as I want to get my dick chopped off. You fucker. Like, I kind of miss having an adversarial next door neighbor. We had one for a long time, and now <laughs> our place is just super quiet. Yeah. And we do have an adversarial next door neighbor, and that we've got a guy who lives next door to us, like in mm. the next building, who's like, man, he's a fucking cornball. But um, but he, we can't hear him. The only time we hear him is when he sits outside on his fucking Harley and just lets it rev for uh, for twenty minutes oh, before man. driving down the street to the coffee shop and then driving back and letting it rev for twenty minutes. Why do uh, that's a thing in Brooklyn, right? Where people like to twist the grip. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. This dude is like, I think he owns the building next door because he's got uh, like this whole like garage set up and whatnot. He's like parking in front, and, like you know, like he he has like all. He's got like a lot of shit going on that if he was renting would be like raise an eyebrow. Is it a member of churches? Um, no, I don't think it's a member of churches. It might be a member of um, <laughs> nitty gritty dirt band. What's lamer than drowning pool? Duh. Maybe like the maybe he manages. Well, actually, fuck no. <laughs> 
I was just about to say something. Maybe he manages lame-ass band, and then as I open my mouth, I heard my inner voice say, you know the dude who manages. Uh, <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say what you're going to say. I person, too. And I was like, all right, maybe I won't. No, um, no, we, this is the new overnight driver. We don't step on any toes. People will fucking go crazy. People will no, dox you. It, but... What that is you, the you most... My, my all right. Think about... Remember Coliseum? Sure. And, like, From Ashes Rise and all that. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. that. you remember that, that whole scene? What is the either lamest or most popular like in a mainstream way version of that like oh oh oh, i got it i got it i got it i got it this dude is probably in queens of the stone age (laughs) that's what this dude does he does queens of the stone age shit really and we probably talked about her in the past but he dates a woman who (laughs) we just call her future woman because she's got the haircut from uh like a woman who would be an extra in the matrix Wow, do you think he picked her up on his motorcycle? Like, get on. Oh, for sure. Get on, see what's happening. Rolled up onto the sidewalk right outside Variety Coffee and just, like, (laughs) did, like, (laughs) the head head thing. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Who wants to get on? Free coffee for everyone who gets on. Mm -hmm. I've got a a bottle back at my house. That's probably how he got her. I'd imagine, probably. He went to Charleston on Bedford and picked up. A piece of pick up a scrap woman and <laughs> molded her in his own creation into his future woman. Like, oh, it'd be really cool if you like changed everything about yourself. I'll show you how. <laughs> I just like to think he went to a really clandestine Japanese website and like, uh, like weird science put a USB stick in and uh, <laughs> filled out a few web forms, a few woofoo forms, and, and, atta- uh, and attached to uh, to night to uh, fucking diodes to a picture of Corey Everson. Yeah, exactly. Or you know, uh, or like, like a kind of out of focus picture of the locust. <laughs> and uh, and there she is, lightning struck. It's great. That was it? Yeah, like uh, I'm gonna throw in a pinch of the Charles Bronson discography, <laughs> and then I'm also going to put in some hairpins and a picture of Corey Everson because I need the tight body. The body must be tight. But then also, um, you know, like a picture of a woman wearing a Quaker Oats hat and black yep. Nike freeze. Yep. And together. And yep. then we mix it all together, put it in, and then he woke up one morning and there she was. Fresh. Yeah, that's great. And she only spoke when spoken to. And it was it's perfect. Weird. She casts no shadow. Cast. She can't figure it out. She's like, Hello, sir. And it's like, Hey, call me Tim. <laughs> but, oh, hey, call me Tim. We're totally cool. You want to split a bottle? And you're like, I don't know cool. what you what we'll is drink this, this stay out of the guitar room. Hey, stay out of the guitar room, it's hermetically sealed. Uh, moisture kills guitars. I don't know if you knew that or not. And, uh, you know, talks down to her, explains everything to her. You're nothing without me. He pulls a big trip on her. <laughs> You're nothing without I'm curious how, how accurate some of this is. Probably very know. accurate. Pick up some dude on a motorcycle in Brooklyn. Oh, well, he's got a motorcycle. The dick good. And, you know, he bought me clothes at that place everybody goes at that, you know, looks through $80 shirts and shit. Yeah, it's great. He's like he has, of it. Yeah, he's like an endless 
stream of cash. He does, must do something, but we don't haven't really gotten to that point yet. We have yet. no clue. We have no as best we can tell, he just like walks in and out of his house 25 times a day. That's as that's as best I can tell, he is somehow paid to enter and exit his house multiple times in the afternoon. Maybe it is a lot of sleep studies. Maybe. I don't know. It's like, babe, well, we need you to watch the uh, watch everything. Watch my pug. Watch my uh you know, watch my fucking watch my gear. In case I get the call. He's like a hired gun guitarist. He's like, in case I get the call, you know? That's sort of my thing. I, I assume, yeah, he is either on some kind of, like, programmer shit or son of CEO of Pfizer. <laughs> who just, you know, failed to launch one of those things. So, Dad, what I'm thinking is I'm going to relocate to Brooklyn. It's a good investment. It's a good investment that's really on the rise, then what I'm basically going to do is, well, while you, uh, of course, supply the funds, I'm going to find a storefront. Father's laying on the floor in the fetal position. Here, just go. Here's, just the Morgan, go. here's the Morgan Stanley account number. Just fucking Seriously, go. I already had right. Mariella pack your bags. It's Mariella. time to go now. <laughs> this is the money I set aside for you to get your MBA, but if you want to <laughs> fucking, if you want to make an artisanal knife shop, Go with God, just as long as you never come back here <laughs> again, and we only communicate via phone until I die. <laughs> Perfect. I'm looking forward to moving in six days without telling you. It's yeah, gonna it's going to be remarkable. great. We're going to. I'm going to make you think that we're in the house in Aspen, and actually, we disappeared. I'd be afraid you could find me, except I'm convinced you couldn't find your ass with both hands. So I think we'll be perfectly <laughs> fine. Have a great time. Here's the keys to the Mercedes. We'll buy another one. I made enough for a Mercedes this week. <laughs> Because I'm a self-made businessman, and you are a fucking turtle. My no, son, cool. I got my Harley. I'll just—it's—I'll just—I'll take the hog. That's take, oh, take the fucking great. hog. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah, there, yeah. easy rider. You're—you're you're an easy rider, dude. <laughs> I had on this. I had on the sidewalk at the front of the Charleston, twisting the grip. Um, 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 um. It's like a mating call for for vulnerable women. To say, wow, shit! I wish I had a guy. Right now, I've got a guy who drives a Nissan Stanza and plays in a bad band locally. And I wish I had him because he's mysterious and different, and owns a loft <laughs> and likes Infowars. I'm excited for you to come back down here now, just to experience. Now we get to be like, oh, there he is! There he is! There he is. Yeah, I am excited to come back down there as well. Unfortunately, you're going to come back up here. This weekend. That's true. I'll be there this weekend, taking in all the fall sights, sounds, smells. Yeah, you. What are you guys? Where are you guys staying? We're gonna stay with my mother. You know what's fucking awesome? My mother's back in the mix. My mother was gone for years, like in Florida, doing Florida shit. And I would have to, you know, we have to go down to Florida and like split my time, like go see Gabri's family and my family and run across. I don't want to be in fucking Florida to begin with. It's yeah, a really. Fucking asshole spot. So. That was a drag, and now she's back, and she bought, like, a house that's a little bit too big for her, and it's just chill. It's just great. Think I could stay there? You could probably stay there. You could probably hang out with my mom. Hey, Andrew's mom. I know you don't really know me that well, but Andrew said it was totally okay. She just said it was great. She, uh, you could easily squeeze a night or two out, just saying that. <laughs> She'd be like, uh, all right. When you say, night three would probably be like a thing, but when you say squeeze a night or two out, what exactly? Hey Amen. Whatever, do you mean? whatever you do in the company of my mother is between you and my mother. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 
So I that was awesome. Up. There was uh, last time. Last time I was there, I was there for like a couple days. Um, why the hell was I there for so long? I don't even remember. I remember. Yeah, but what the fuck was I doing there? I was there for like three or four days, wasn't I? You were, um... The fuck was I doing? Eh, whatever, it didn't make a difference. Yeah, I don't know. You were on like a a spirit quest. Spirit quest, yeah, just trying to... You were on a walkabout. Rediscover what it was I didn't yeah, like. About I remember there. you went there and then you came to the party and there was a pinata and everything. I totally yeah. remember now. Yeah, yeah, oddity. oddity. But uh, yeah, there was. Uh, her house is so chilled that I. <laughs> there was one day where I just sat down on her couch to chill out for a few minutes. I wound up watching an entire season of a Netflix show just laying on her couch. <laughs> like I didn't even want to watch it. I could care less. It was just. It was just so nice. I've been watching like, a lot of uh, like old Top Gear episodes with Jeremy, like young Jeremy Clarkson. That seems like your move. Totally my move. He's great. And uh, they ended up, last night I was watching one and I had taken my Xanax. And if I don't go right to bed, Xanax makes me very emotional. And if I don't oh, take, fuck. if I don't cut it with, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. So far I've been getting, in fucking, this is the episode where I admit very embarrassing things. So am I going to say, oh, it feels so good. Oh, that's good and during sex. And now <laughs> they're fucking, he was doing an, like a thing on Mustangs, like, for, like uh, Ford Mustangs from the from the late, early 90s, right? Oh, man. And that Don Henley song, The Boys of Summer, was oh, on. Oh, man. <laughs> and I fucking started reading about the recording of The Boys of Summer, and I saw that Lindsey Buckingham had a hand in it. And a few other people, Danny Korchmar, like all of these people. And the song was about growing old and getting further away from youth. And I got very emotional. Damn. Because so, I read the meaning on the Wikipedia. I read the meaning of the song. And I was like, I need to go to bed because this isn't a normal reaction to a song I've heard a zillion times. Not just the Atari's cover. Yeah, no, that's, it's, you need to... <laughs> What, what's, uh, you, you need to fucking round up the cattle at that point. <laughs> like, he left the fence open. I don't know what it is. I went the whole weekend without taking any meds. And I, it went, young me and Young Box and I had a nice lover's weekend. We went to Hudson. We went on a nature path. It was wonderful. About halfway through yesterday, I started withdrawing from all my meds because I'm an idiot. And I just got really sick. And I had to lay down. It didn't feel very good. And that was about it. But she was very nice. Wow. It kind of defeats the whole purpose of taking meds when I don't actually take them. I just know where they are. Yeah, that doesn't exactly do it. <laughs> but then I took them today, and I kicked ass at work. I got I got our uh, work Facebook page verified. Great. It was fucking awesome. And everyone's like, whoa, how did you do that? Who do you know at Facebook? <laughs> the, I, was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, me and Zuck go way back. I, know. I fucking sent a form in. It wasn't hard. It was awesome. Jesus. So I, There's uh, in the building Gabri works at, Facebook has an office. And uh, <laughs> she's always trying to get into the like executive cafeteria, like looking for like a way in. Uh, so I think I got to get a job over there so I can get her in there. It's supposed to be wild yeah. ass. 
Why don't you work at Facebook? That'd be great. You hate Facebook. I'd have a really fucking hard time. <laughs> Unless they, the only way I could ever see myself being able to work at Facebook, actually, you know what? That's bullshit. Like, it, it yeah, I, I could sort of give a fuck as to what it actually does, as long as I'm surrounded by people I can have, like, some sort of elevated conversation with. Like, that's like, that's like my, it's my must have. Um, but yeah, if they put me in the, uh, in like the, the fucking, the, the dark projects division, I'd be okay with that. Like, the shit we're doing that we're not supposed to tell anyone way into that i would love that i do work on this weird so shadow good. facebook oh, have excellent. you ever heard that there's a conspiracy that there's a shadow facebook strictly for celebs i mean i that, that i wouldn't be super shocked about i got into a i fell down a bit of a hole with um i it might have been on the friend zone or just uh featuring members of the friend zone where people were a hundred percent convinced that the Facebook application listens to things you say and then <laughs> feeds you advertisements based on it. And it was 30 people being like, yes, this is true. Yes, this is true. Yep. This happened to me. Yep. Yep. Totally. Dude. Not like, understanding it, what, like tracking cookies are all about we're not even tracking cookies like data processing like how small do you think an audio file is it's fucking insane like that would mean that there are let's just say for ease of like thinking about it 150,000 microphones going 24 hours a day and they're all sending data back without raising data caps or being noticed. So that means that they're using a new technology that we don't know about. And we, yep. when we tear down the phones, we don't see. Or are using traditional technology and all of the data companies are like, nah, that's cool. You do that. You go ahead. You chill. <laughs> um, to a main server farm that is just processing people's voices, looking for keywords to sell them... I don't know, like hoses, garden hoses. Um, it's straight lunacy. It's a, a lunatic thing to think that that is, like that is, that's at the level of faking the moon landing. <laughs> that's at the level of like thermite at Building 7. It's like... Oh, yeah. There's it, no way Building 7 went down on its own. <laughs> They waited nine. They waited six hours to blow Building Seven just because, just because they could. Just because. That's definitely demolition. Look at how yeah, quick it goes Look, down. Just it like implodes. I've seen a million controlled demolitions like that. Really? Oh, that's cool. Oh, really? What do you do? You're I YouTube? work at Taco Bell. Oh fuck! Wow. Wow. Right. Okay. So controlled demolitions of like people around you. I've accidentally like, knocked down a lot of Taco Bells in I've my time. I've accidentally knocked up a lot of women. <laughs> which is a controlled destruction if you really want to uh you know stretch it out i'm actually doing this right now i have my facebook app open and i've said taco bell twice and now that's three times and taco bell for taco bell taco bell taco bell um you know i read somewhere that taco bell is the healthiest fast food restaurant now which <laughs> wow. is pretty fascinating it's very good for taco bell um <laughs> 
I mean, I, I guarantee I love Taco Bell, and I guarantee this weekend when I'm up in Albany, I will fulfill what I always do, which is I will go out with you and get drunk, and then get in the car with Gabri and be like, "Oh, let's go to I, Taco that just Bell. sounds like that sounds like I'm drunk driving." All right, so I will go out with you and get drunk, and then yeah. later on uh, when I'm not drunk. We will go out and get Taco Bell, Taco Bell, Taco Bell. Of course, um, we'll get Taco Bell. We'll also be, you know, I think that um, when we do get drunk, I think Absolute Vodka is the way to go. That is true. Absolute that when Vodka and Taco Absolute Bell. Vodka, um, what I like, oh, I like to do with Absolute Vodka is um, mix it with Seagram's ginger ale. Oh, wow. That's good. And make a vodka or maybe Coca-Cola, not Pepsi-Cola, Coca-Cola. And make a vodka and, uh, oh, I'm sorry, an absolute vodka and uh, Coca-Cola and um, and then uh, hopefully drive a Jaguar at some point in my life. Yeah. There. Have you ever tried to uh, to make a flavored uh, absolute vodka? I have. It's. I made one once. It was really good. I took absolute vodka and I took a Taco Bell chalupa and I put the chalupa in the absolute vodka and I waited and I had some Taco Bell <laughs> while I waited. And in six to eight weeks, I had Taco Bell absolute chalupa vodka. Okay. I'm waiting for... I'm refreshing my app now, and I am waiting for the advertisements to come rolling in. The first advertisement I have is... For what a um, hmm, a guy who looks like David Allen Greer trying to sell a book about how to become a millionaire, <laughs> which okay, let's call it what it is. That is certainly a bizarre indictment of my online like searching or like reading profiles. I will give it that. Um, he is at no point been at Taco Bell. Um, let's see, there's a. Okay, I I thought that was an advertisement for Tom Brady, and I almost dropped the phone, but it is not. Um, no, unfortunately, not. I have yeah. so far. I have Orange Julius. Orange Julius, very good. But I was next to an a, Orange an Julius. An equally bizarre. Uh, see, being next to an Orange Julius, that is not a continuous data process. That's a quick geotag. Boom, done. That makes perfect sense. Wow. I got an ad for Shopify. Not at all what I was talking about. Weirdly, I was talking about Shopify a few, I don't know, a couple hours ago. Except, oh wait, oh wait, I talk about it at some point every single week. So it's not like it's not a real thing. Um, Metro Mattress just popped up. Metro Mattress, it's the sleep superstore. <laughs> the NFL. I got, I got, I got zilch. Oh my God, Taco Bell just came up. No. Yes, I swear to God, dude. I don't believe you. Even I'm a looking. Bit. I'll send you a screenshot right now, dude. Holy also, fuck! Oh my I god! I just got an ad for CB2. CB2, kind of like the Taco Bell of furniture stores. What? Wait a minute. Hold the phone here. Wait a minute. Hold. Hold on a minute. Now there's a. I have a a, a cartoon. Of Colin Kaepernick holding a bottle of absolute vodka <laughs> and a bottle, two liter of Coke. What? They're right. They're right. That's People it. are so fucking woke that they can't, these advertisers can't get anything past them. They've figured out the rubric, the alternative life of the internet. People are very smart. And they won't I be fooled had, by advertisers. 
I just had a moment of pure terror. I'm on a different computer, which is cool because I'm in my like chill lounge chair instead of sitting at the the desk, and it's nice. And I do like this. It just took a lot of you know effort to set up, but not looking at the computer screen, I sat and I just had this panic. Like you didn't press record, you didn't press record, and oh I had this God. slow motion turn. Like oh my God, did I press record? And I did. It's fine. Wonderful. I'm just second guessing myself for no reason, but <laughs> pure like like I stepped into a cold shower panic. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was wild. Does that make you panic, really? If we lost half an hour of Taco Bell, Taco Bell, Taco Bell, hell yeah, I'd be very upset. I Especially wish, since you know, I started this podcast 40 minutes after our intended uh, start time, which is my bad. I didn't mind at all. I honestly, I let you do whatever you want, man. That's great. That's totally. Somebody is letting me do what I want. Wow. So, like, is that what's going on with your life? If people don't let you do whatever you want, are you not a free man anymore? No, I'm not a free man, dude. I gotta fucking. I gotta. I gotta put in hours. I gotta fucking put out fires. I think it was. uh, I think Joe Torre said that uh, management is just putting out fires like leadership is just putting out fires and straight up that's all it is today fires you know now that we're both managers oh that's right who did you pick drum roll please out of all of the qualified resumes that crossed your desk did you pick one melissa 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 she's totally okay excellent (laughs) she's okay at what she does i uh, have instilled in her that i was an assistant a month ago that there's going to be no heavy trips (laughs) that i want her to become part of the team so i'm giving her i'm charging her with like i need you to look for nonprofit grant opportunities that with a due date of spring 2017 I need you to put them into an Excel spreadsheet, and I need 20 of them. And if you could do that by the end of the week, that would be wonderful. And I just give her that job, and then she does it. You pay somebody to do that? Yeah. I don't yeah. need... I'm, I'm autonomous. I need somebody to like put everything away when I'm done, like a child with his toys, because my desk is full of papers. There's things everywhere. There's like half, there's like smoldering fires everywhere. Wow. So I need, and I need somebody to uh, clean out under my garbage can because the people, I'm in a little like Russian standoff with the the, uh, cleaning people because they, I miss the garbage can when I'm throwing away papers. It's like a David J. Cannell uh, scenario where he pulls the paper out of the fucking typewriter and it go it flies into the air. That's what I do. That's what I do with uh, the great reference, right? And that's what I do so with the. Good. That's what I do with the papers, and I throw them, and sometimes they make the can, and sometimes they don't. And the ones that have missed the can, they leave on the ground. And uh, yeah. I think the best part of this gag is I'm picturing you working on a typewriter at this nonprofit. <laughs> That old swing line you have to plug in. Perfect. Wow, damn. Um, Pretty shit. much, that's the way it's going right now. But I'm, uh, you know, impressing people left and right. 
I'm doing okay. And nobody knows my secret life. It's perfect. It's funny. I don't have an assistant, but I've got, like, I've got a coordinator, which is, like, reasonably close. Uh, and it's been quiet enough that rather than assign tasks, you I make just... Make them blow you. There's just a picture of, <laughs> a like, this guy with giant gauges, like a, like an African tribesman. <laughs> And I don't know. Somebody started a joke with it, like uh, I don't uh. know, earlier in the week. And so there was a point where I just about half an hour where I just printed out about thirty copies and just hid them around the office in <sighs> spots that would later be found, like inside a closed laptop or <laughs> taped to the the back of a license plate. So once you pick up the license plate, like oh, there's the tribesman, or. Um, uh, <laughs> That's a little cut, cutting the face out and taping it over the face of Godiva on the Starbucks cup, um, <laughs> you know things like that. <laughs> or later on, starting to get more intricate and emailing the entire staff with a PDF called uh, Q4, uh, you know, proposals with the text of the email just saying, you know, uh, please see attached. But when you open it, it's just the photo <laughs> of the guy. <laughs> Um, wow, working for very, you. We've got different wow, medicine like, styles. Laugh a minute, working for you. Uh, it, it's it is really it's like uh, the upright citizens brigade up in there. Wow, of the chalk factory. Of the chalk factory. Up, upright chalk brigade. It's awesome. More or less. More or less. So should I do that with my new charge, my new ward? I don't know, should man. I? I don't. I like. I. Uh, I think you have to work in a place that allows you... It allows your insanity to breathe. She was already late. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't care. I, I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck around with that one bit. Yeah. She was like late, late. Like a half hour late. The fuck for? I didn't... You didn't ask. Holy! Oh, you gotta ask. Oh shit! You gotta fucking. You gotta step on that the second it's it happens. Otherwise, it's gonna third happen again. Day. It's your second Big day. Big deal. Big deal. <laughs> you gotta step on that shit. And the first gonna, time it happens, you just go like, "Hey, I noticed you came in uh, thirty-six minutes late today. Can you can you tell me what's going on?" Yeah, and you'll get I'm the story. The whole operative is just that you said thirty-six minutes and not thirty and not half an hour. That you're like, I watched your, I watched you fucking walk in the door at fucking nine thirty-six. Um. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get on that thing the second it happens. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Maybe yeah, you gotta, 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 gotta. I think that I my laid back style today made her think that she can get away with whatever. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's it's not gonna fly. When you are fucking, when you are managing people, all you want to do is like let them do shit. Be like, you know what? Because man, I I came in late. When I was doing that, that's fine. It's whatever. And you, you have to go way over the top to the other side of it, and you have to have awkward conversations every day about shit you don't really care about. Like, True. I don't actually care. If, like, if I've got a, a team member that shows up late, I don't, like, it's not going to kill me. I'm not going to get diabetes from that shit. You know, it's just like, it's whatever. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> like, you get well, you caught might. in traffic or some shit. Uh, well, I guess I, it's a potential I could. But it's the mere principle that if I leave, if I let that go, it's me. It, I'm communicating whether I like it or not. So 
I must not let it go, and I must not communicate that, and I have to face the part of myself that's chill about those things and be like, you are not fucking chill. You <laughs> shut the fuck up and let me take care of this conversation. And then I have to be a piece of shit for uh, about six to eight minutes. Wow. But, uh, but you, you know, you get it done. Stakes aren't very high here, though. Well, you I and I are pretty much at the you know what? Stakes are high, and, and anywhere that fucking somebody is using their time that they will never get back as they march towards death, stakes are equally high. Okay, fair enough. I'll say something. I forget who it was. It was a Russian general talking about when they lost the war to the Japanese in, what was it, like early 1900s or late? Yeah, I forget exactly the 1890. year. 1890. And they blamed it on bad discipline of the troops. And I, f- I forget who the fuck said it. It was a great line. Um, they were talking about how their troops would, like, abandon their posts and, like, not fight and, like, talk back. And one of the generals said, it all started when the men stopped shaving. Oh, man. And that was it. Like, once you're in the foxhole and you stop shaving, fucking forget it. Everything else goes out the window. It all started when the women stopped shaving. Exactly. That's, that's, that's it. Everything that's went true. to hell. So we should blame the trend of women growing their pubic hair out for the ruination of a lot of what's happening in the world right now. Pretty much. So I just, in in if you'd like to extrapolate it and get stupid about it, I just uh, advocated for broken windows policing. I love it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Eventually we're going to all experience broken windows policing and it's going to be great. But for now, we just can <laughs> it's imagine... It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be great. But for now, we can only imagine a world where laws have no meaning except for those who dare to defy. How about that? Are you ready for this question? Yeah. All right. Hans, I live in Troy and oh, have ouch. masturbated to the sound of your voice. And Fuck no, I'm me. not young box. What? Your, oh, fuck, your voice makes flip. me very turned on. You know me, so this is weird, but whatever, I'm drunk. I wish you knew who this was. Oh, my God. I don't care who it is, because I'm in love. <laughs> and this is weird. And I think this is Young Bucks fucking with me. I so think I will say, yeah. That this is drywall jim the drummer of uh of troy's finest fucking uh, driven by rage driven by beat down <laughs> so that's is who this i to think be it red? is is this to be read like i've missed like a casual encounter misconnection yeah pretty I much and have masturbated to your voice hey yo i live in troy Boy. like oh Boy, shit dude. hey fucking badass dude fucking troy Masturbated to the sound of your voice. Dead ass, dude. Fucking. Dead ass, dude. <laughs> Dead ass, dude. Fucking. No, I ain't young box. Your voice makes me very. Nurse makes me more turned on than a fucking throw up on a fucking blank wall, dude. So, Ugh. you know, it's me. This is weird, but whatever. I'm fucking drunk. Wish you fucking knew who this was. Dead ass, dude. Uh. Deadass. So all right, so you got uh, you got an admirer, secret admirer from Troy, the who is no doubt part of Troy, like up the hill, Troy. <laughs> I'm moving to the bottom of the the uh, 
the hill, the Troy Hill, actually. I can see it from my front window. All right, got another one here. Hans, I'm beginning to think that relationships are a trigger for me as well. Great. I just got into a new one, and I get those deep darks where I feel like the person will forget about me if I don't contact them. Uh, Thankfully, I have some awareness of this, so I have yet to make a true fool of myself. How do you cope with this? What do you do to resist this? I feel like my stomach is flipping constantly. That's a good question. It's fucking really hard. You waited. I said I was going to be ready for podcast at 8 o'clock at 8.40. I actually got on the call. Yep. How did you not text Young Box three times from eight to eight forty? I didn't. That's what I'm saying. How? What's I bl- what's your secret? <laughs> well, I had to be fucking. Comp- I had a that. This is the what exactly what I felt on that tour when I left the band. I I was completely delusional. You have to have that. Unfortunately, and this is not the answer you're looking for. I advocate medication early and often. I uh, <laughs> Please, do, don't do it my way, but I did it the hard way where I had that shit beaten out of me by life. I went from Seattle girl, who fucking I blew it with, and I blew the band and everything, and then I went right to another girl who I was even more obsessed with and needed to have her attention every day. Then I went to Owl Statue Girl, who finally beat it out of me by being extremely mean to me when I tried to pull that shit. That's a lot of heartbreak and heartache and bullshit to deal with. Until finally I got to a point where I'm okay, you're okay in a relationship, but it took years and years and years and years of me wanting a relationship so bad and getting it and then holding on to it like like fucking of mice and men where I hold on to it too tight and I end up killing it. <laughs> that, you know, that kind of shit. So... Get some meds. When you get that, when you feel this way, know that this person loves you. And it takes a lot for someone to fall in love with somebody. It's a big, especially with women, it's a big deal to let your guards down because there's so many assholes out there. So many fucking opportunists, asshole. Fucking take it, we'll clock you for two months, take you out to fucking movies, dinner, make you feel great just so we can fuck you. So women always have their guard up. Unless that's what they want. But they always have their guard up. And then for them to let their guard down and like you, you should believe her. Do her the favor or him the favor of believing them. And believe them. And really believe them. So you don't worry about it. Youngbox and I are on a soul plane. I don't know where she is. She could be in the fucking scene from fucking that movie where they're just doing the double-headed dildo. I don't know. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. I don't know. But that's the that's a beautiful thing. Because I trust her. To do whatever. To do. She's doing her own thing. That's what makes relationships work. Is doing your own thing. And then coming back. Reconvening. Talking about life. And love. And, and feeling the same things all the time. Not worrying. Love. Nothing comes from worry. So. Get some. Get on some meds. And feel good about the person you're with because they feel good about you, but they won't if you keep acting like a wingnut. And it's a lot of men out there, uh, or women, or whatever, and you're not special. So there you go. I, I, mean, I, I had the same conversation with somebody yesterday, which is like, 
if you're feeling worried, you are in essence time traveling. There's no way around it. You, <laughs> you, unless it. you are worried about a thing that is literally like the only time a worry is justified is if you're in your kitchen and there's a pan that's on fire and you're worried that you're like your the grease on your fucking overhead is going to catch on fire. That's like that's when you worry. Um, any point before or after that, worrying about that is you either time traveling forward or back. It, it's you re-experiencing or pre-experiencing failure. It's like it's a, a useless thing, it, which is not like you'll never get to a point in your life ever where you're like, okay, well, I don't worry about that. Um, but you can get to a point in your life where you can say, okay, I worried about that and then logic my way out of it. I'm like, okay, well, that's... I, I, I can't stop. I guess I could have cleaned the fucking stove overhead. Maybe, you know, retrospect, that might have been all right, but it is what it is. Um, What are each of your sad failings? I just talked about it. Is, I know. Is this your first <laughs> fucking episode? Is this real? Are you new? Uh, Andrew has no sad failings. At least none he I talks about. I got plenty of sad failings. He just doesn't dwell on them like I do. Exactly. <clears throat> it's just time oh travel. Voice. Yeah, no, it's I just, like my saddest failing is I have the worst, the body odor. worst fucking body odor. It is it is <laughs> abysmal. Um, Gabri did not hear you say body odor first, and then so she just heard me say I have the worst body odor and turned and gave me a look like, no, you don't. What is what's wrong with you? Um, or no, she, I've been meaning to talk to you cue. about it. So thank God that somebody said something because she's been meaning to talk to you about it for. Damn, eight years. wouldn't that have been dark? <laughs> That would have been so we've sad like, shit. Andrew, we've been meaning to talk to you about your paint-peeling, eye-watering <laughs> body odor. It's, it's unbelievable. It's like somebody set an onion on fire. It's yeah, it's like terrible. it's like you've been exposed to a skunk for years, and you've lost that. Like you've <laughs> lost your sense of that. That that sense of smell is gone. No matter how hard you scrub. Um, what was I gonna say? No, my I, my saddest failing is my fucking inner critic. I I will be. I will say harsher things to myself than any person on planet Earth could ever, ever muster. It's fucking nuts. Whatever. Like, it's funny when I'll I'll catch up. I don't see Patrick for seven, eight months out of the year. Yeah. Um, and I'll see him for like five, ten minutes, and then I won't catch him for months again. And I'll walk in. Hey, man, what's going on? And he'll look up, and or I'll do the same thing. He'll look at me like... Uh, that's cool. I, I'm glad you gained weight. You look like a fucking like a stupid Eskimo. And everyone in the room goes cold. Like, why? Like, why did you say something so mean? Not understanding that that's just the dynamic that we right. work within. But it's it occurs to me in those situations that uh, people are saying it's like a really cruel thing to say, and I'll say something reasonably cruel back. But it's just like, yo, the shit I say, the shit I said to myself walking up the stairs to get in here is fucking, that shit, that, nothing, nothing at all. Like, it's, you have to work really fucking hard to insult me. Um, and that's, that's some bullshit. I got to work on that. I, uh, I work on that daily. I think that's good to be your own worst critic. I, but I think you should be a little, a little easy on yourself. You're that's the, the thing. I think worst critic is different than being actually cruel to yourself like the things that if you if you're in a situation like i am where you'll say things to yourself that if somebody else on earth said them to you you would light them up and go to jail with that question <laughs> you know like if somebody said the things that i say to myself i'd 
I'd break their jaw off and glad like laugh at the judge. Jesus. You know, I'd be like, sure, fucking send me up. It's fine, worth it. You're way um, more. You're way more fucked up than I am. I very well might be. So yeah. So that's that's probably my sad failing, man. I don't know. All right. All right. Well, I mean, you know, uh, I I think you're good. I think you're good at stuff, and I also <laughs> think you're good looking. And handsome. Also. I think you're good. <laughs> I think you're good. <laughs> um, here's something from the, the friend zone. I put out a little thing for the friend zone. The people ask questions. <clears throat> Please rank these items in order of how pathetic they are. All right. Watching professional wrestling. All right. Hold on. How That's many it. items are there? Just just one. <laughs> oh, just one. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. Whatever. People get really into it, uh, you know. You may be Watching trying to fill professional a wrestling is, I mean, it's mad lame, obviously. Yeah. Big time. Um, it's the classic stuff is fun, but I wouldn't like. It's not a point. People treat it like it's appointment television. Well, like, oh, it, I can't, yeah. I can't go to your baby's christening. SummerSlam is on. Dude, did, uh, that kind of shit. God damn it. Did you watch Making a Murderer? I did not. Oh, fuck. All right. There's a kid in Making a Murderer who they... You know, the whole thing is whether or not this guy was framed and whatnot, but he's got a little cousin or nephew or some shit that I don't know if he was framed, but was definitely not given... Uh, proper treatment. He's like clearly missing a like a few neurons. Uh, he's <laughs> okay. not not well. You know, he's like fucking. Uh, he's. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck I'm allowed to say anymore. Like you know, it's. Uh, but he's, developmentally he's not well. disabled. Sure, call it whatever you'd like, man. It's fine. Um, undiagnosed, as best I can tell. But there's a part that is. Man, it's I, like I think I got diarrhea at this part. It was just so gross that my body just wanted to purge. It was awful. <laughs> where the kid is on the phone with his mother from jail, talking about like when his trial's coming up, and he's like, "Well, Brandon, you know you have to do this and this." And he's on the other end of the line. He goes, "Yeah, I know, but the the trial's on the twentieth, and that means I'm gonna miss WrestleMania." Oh boy. It like I that really brings it all home, doesn't it? I wanted to fucking pause the movie and lay down. It's it is like it's weird that that's one of the darkest things I feel like I've ever been privy to. But it's like it, it, there was no better way to underline the fucking like <laughs> the gnarliness of that situation than oh I'm gonna miss WrestleMania. Um, so yeah, watching that shit's real lame. Um. But it's also really textured because, all right, so it's lame, and we understand that it's lame um, in a, a kind of a global sense. But then you can, if you go into it with that understanding, it gets very fun. It's like, oh, wow, all right, cool, bombast and, like, kind of stupidity and loudness, and there's this guy in a Harley shirt, and he's yelling, and it's, like, whatever. Like, this is... <laughs> in a Harley shirt. It's your neighbor in a Harley yeah, shirt. Yeah, it's my neighbor in 20 years, and he's yelling, carrying on, and this is just fun, and it's whatever. It's great. So, if you st if you stop the trolley there, that's pretty sick. That's all right. But then, if you continue on the trolley, it gets sad again. Most things don't do that. Most things go 
whatever lame fun. This goes whatever lame fun lamer. <laughs> and I don't know if when you go further down that rabbit hole, if it gets more fun. I'd imagine it might, but I, that's that's a lot of stamina we're talking about. It's a lot of following and knowing backstories, and I don't know. I can't really. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't think I, I can't justify why watching that is somehow like less valid than watching fucking Homeland. You know, like um, I, it, I. I got no answer for that, um, but it's pretty dark. Did you know today is um, a birthday of somebody whose pullout game is awful, and uh, uh, it should be uh, noted that all of this could have been solved with a simple pullout. I, like I was, I as you said that I'm like pullout game. Interesting. Let's <laughs> let's see where this goes. Uh, today is the birthday of Fred Trump. Wow, Donald, Donald Trump's father. Pull out game, Mad Week, bro. Mad Week, dude. You Good job. You should have. Uh, you should have shot the load in the sink, as uh, <laughs> as uh, former uh, whack packer elegant elegant Elliot often used to say to people. Your father should have shot the load in the sink. Such a, a vicious put down. Tremendous line. Wow. Damn. But it's but it <laughs> but it, it calls on it, 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 it much as I love the Burger King, your mama Burger King joke, it, it has such a brilliant backstory. Like are they fucking in the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> your father should have shot the load in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, very clever. Wow. So, Fred Trump, he should have shot the load in the sink, man. Yeah, that didn't work then, out too well. Right. Um, I didn't watch any of the debates because I don't care at all. I watched both of them, actually. I like I, The first one I said I wasn't going to watch, and then I wound up doing it, and it was sad. And then the second one I watched because I knew it was going to be sad, like one of those things. Um, it was... It was I, sad. I'm glad that everybody's already talked about this. So I'll only touch on it briefly, but that guy Ken Bone is awesome. There were, you know, it's actually funny. During that debate, one guy stood up and he asked a question, and I'm like, oh, this dude's going to be the fucking meme bait. Like, this is it. This yep. is the meme guy. Ken and Bone. then somebody else stood up and I'm like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. Never mind. Never mind. This guy is the fucking meme guy. And then Ken Bone stood up. I'm like, oh, fuck, meme guy. There he is. This is the one. <laughs> and I, I'm happy to say I called it. But there were two other bold contenders for meme guy. And Ken Bone just happened to be the last and also happened to be the most capable. But mm. there was one guy. Do you remember? Uh, it was in Ohio. There was a woman who was imprisoned in a house for like 13 years. Sure. And the guy left and she got out and was like screaming and a neighbor came up and she like the neighbor got her out. Oh they, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um uh, Ariel Castro. Yeah. That fucking neighbor deserved his own reality show. Definitely. Go back. I mean, listen, if you go into Google right now and you Google woman imprisoned in a house neighbor, almost certainly the video that's going to come up. Um dude was Phenomenal. Phenomenal. I know he had like a very slight cottage career after that, just being like a 
loudmouth about criminal justice. But, uh, dude, definitely 100% deserves a reality show. There was a guy at that debate who stood up and asked a question who I was just like, oh, this dude needs a reality show. This is this guy. This is the guy. This is going to be the one. Uh, and unfortunately, Ken Bone, he, uh, I don't know, he caught the wave and he rode with it. I do like, <laughs> I like the footage of Ken Bone walking around the set by himself taking photos with a disposable camera. <laughs> <laughs> that had to be fake. Uh, yeah, he he could very well be a plant. I don't know, yeah, but it's, just, uh, you know, it's, it's a gonna be like a plant. It's gonna be like a BuzzFeed. Yeah, yeah this name. The name of the, the person in question is Charles Ramsey. Charles Ramsey. He's a neighbor. Uh, Charles to walk me Ramsey. What happened this afternoon? You you, you heard screaming. I heard screaming. I'm I love McDonald's. when those police sirens uh, come outside. I see this girl going nuts, trying to get out of a house. So I go on the porch. <clears throat> I go on the porch, and she says, "Help me get out." I've been I'm, I've been in here a long time. So you know, I figured it's a, a domestic violence dispute. So I open the door, and we can't get in that way because how the door is, it's so much that a body can't fit through only your hand. So we could kick the bottom, and she comes out with the little girl, and she says, "Call 911." My name was Amanda Berry. Now, did you know who that was when you when she said that? When she told me, it didn't register until I got the call in 911. And I'm like, I'm calling the 911 for Amanda Berry? I thought this girl was dead. You know what I mean? And, and she got on the phone, and she said, yes, this is me. And the detective, uh, Cook, right here. <laughs> detective Gregory Cook says, Charles, do you know who you rescued? Detective Cook is right there. It's trolling him at this point. Dude definitely has a couple priors the second that police siren goes off and everything shuts down. <laughs> he looked for a frozen. Second. So about five minutes after the police got here, see the girl Amanda told the police, "I ain't just the only ones. It's some more girls up in that house." So they went up there, you know, 30, 40 deep, and when they came out, was just astonishing because I thought they were gonna come up with nothing. I figured, I mean, whoever she was. And like I say, my neighbor, uh, you, you got you got the, some big testicles to pull this off, bro. Because we see this dude every day. Every I mean, day. every day. How long have you lived here? I've been here a year. Okay. You sure come up from? Right. I barbecue with, with this dude. We eat ribs and, and whatnot and listen to salsa music. You sure come up from? Yeah. And you had no indication that there was anything. Hey, bro, not a clue that that girl was in that house or anybody else was in there against their will. Because how he is. Is I, he just comes out to his backyard, plays with the dogs, tinker with his cars and motorcycles, goes back in the house. So he's somebody that you look and you look away because he's not doing nothing but the, the average stuff. Wow, Charles Berry, American he, treasure. Dude, like Charles Ramsey. That dude Excuse really me. needed to have his own show. And there, all right, there's there's a whole component of this that needs to be talked about, which is that like there there's like you could easily paint that as being like a racial element. Like this dude's like a little bit like cartoonish and whatnot. It's like really easy to like laugh at him. That's probably not chill, but it's like, it's not, it's not a racial thing or at least not in the way that you would want it to be. You know what I mean? Like it's the dude is just great. A dynamic fucking weirdo. And it's (laughs) really like I, the world needs more dynamic weirdos regardless as to, like their fucking thing like this dude's thing is to like his be pageantry. flabbergasted you know yeah whatever his pageantry um, I, transcends race or anything else he's just a great man 
I really, I love it. I, he, he's fucking fantastic. I wish so, we. I, I bet we could contact him that. and get him on, and it would be Probably no problem. True. I'm Probably pretty good that. at seeking out weirdos and getting them on the podcast. I'm two you for know, two. No man, my birthday is coming up. I didn't want to say anything, but it is. You know, kind of, you know, maybe if you want to. Is it uh, soon? Like really soon? I actually, I, uh, I tried to get us a guest without telling you. And uh, they did not respond, and it was really what? sad. Who yeah, was it? It was a shame. I don't know if I want to tell you. Well, I'll be really sad. You might be really sad. I all right. I uh, we always get requests to do a conspiracy episode. Sure. So, and we got to get Justin Kiss. I mean, we'll get him this weekend to do it. Yeah. But I uh, I made a pass at trying to get Jeff Tate from Queensryche to uh, to be at our podcast. Oh talk my back god, it would have been wow! And wow. Yeah, it, that was a that was a non-responder, unfortunately. Unbelievable. Although the fucking website that I went to contact through looked like it was hosted by GeoCities, so we might still get that email in uh, in <laughs> six months. Like, hey, just checking to see if this is still wow. uh, still you know down. Oh, that would have been the pinnacle. Dude, it would have been something else. So, yeah, you know. There's still time. We should still try. You know what, guys? Tell your weird friends because we need we need more weird friend listeners so that I can yeah. email Jeff Tate and be like, dude, look at all our listeners. You need to get on here. Yeah, don't tell your friend that listens to fucking porches. All right, we have plenty of you. <laughs> tell your weird friend that... Fucking, you don't even know what he listens to because he doesn't really talk that much. But you know he's into weird shit. It's funny that that's becoming a thing because, like, I don't know. We, we've got like weird connections with them. It's it's funny that all of a sudden people are like paying attention to that band. It's it's yeah. interesting. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I remember them when they played for no one, and now look at them. Yeah. Um. Anything you want to plug for this episode, this episode 132 of the Overnight Drive podcast? Or did you no. have more questions? I kind of no. realized that I cut you off there. No, uh, we just got, we had some questions. Um, and uh, no, I, I think we'll be okay. All right. I, I look up and I'm like, oh, fuck, we're past an hour. And I'm sitting here and I'm, <laughs> I'm swirling wine around in my wine glass. And I'm yeah. appreciating how viscous it is. You had a a hard day at work, and it's uh, you know you got to go right back tomorrow. So Uh, you know what? Wednesday is my sauna day. That's when I Mm. I go to the sauna and I sit in silence and I think about my life and I just sweat it all out. (laughs) I don't know where I was going with any of this with the wine with the sauna. I feel like I had some. That's some grand narrative that I'm uh, I'm not completing, but I think I, that you're totally fine. Good, I'm glad. Like aesthetically, and as well as uh, we never read uh, any misconnections, but we can do that next week. We can you know save them up. I'll be up and there this weekend. We can uh, we can do misconnections live. I'll play oh, yeah. piano. Oh, that would be perfect, actually. Uh, now that our recording schedule has changed, we can uh, at least uh, do something musical. Exactly. It's uh, It'll be fun because I'll have to learn how to play piano. In my grand new history of learning how to play instruments fucking 30 minutes before I play them in front of people, uh, <laughs> let's just we'll try that. Sweet. Perfect. Sick. Absolutely All perfect. Right. Well, this has been episode 132. We will see you next week with 136. <laughs> right? Yeah. 
Apparently, I'm no good at math, so this is my, uh, this oh, is my attempt at well, off-the-cuff I mean, math. Wait, so this is 132, right? This is 132. So, uh, all right, so thank God we're not being fucking graded for this, first of all. <laughs> so, 130... Uh, Just let it go. Just let it go. One, f- It would be 143, the next 143. one. 143. Right? You know what's right? weird? One day. One day we'll get to 143. Yeah. I mean, like, soon. Sometime like kind of soon. Yeah, like in uh, like in a month and a half. Uh, yeah, I guess maybe because we're on a schedule to win. We are. That's true. Schedule's been holding up tight. I like it. I love it. It gives me purpose. It 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 uh, lowers the revolver from my mouth every week. <laughs> uh, if the if the fucking episode starts showing up, I'll be much happier. I am um, about to burn that fucking building down. Nah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll figure it out. Nobody realized there was a crisis today. I, I managed to cut it off at the pass. All right. I've By doing our math joke, I have effectively forgotten what episode we've actually recorded. So <laughs> see you next week. It's 132. See you next week for 150. Math. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.